Welcome to the Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Hello there, it's your host, Blake Lindsay, welcoming you to Zig Ziggler's Inspire Podcast. I'm certainly glad you're here. Today, Zig will tell us why it's important to upset our client before we can close a sale. This means you need for your prospect to see a need for your product or service. And then always, always ask for the order. Let's turn it up a little bit and listen and learn together. I'll be back in a few minutes. Brian Flanagan introduced me to the term homeostatic balance several years ago. The natural law of homeostasis says that an organism stays in perfect balance until acted upon by an outside force. The outside force causes the status quo to be disrupted and the organism becomes out of balance. We rarely take action until we are out of balance. Once we are out of balance, we will take the proper steps to correct or right our balance. When the sales professional shows the prospect where he or she is out of balance, they have upset the homeostatic balance. I am not advocating that we knock the prospect off balance. We must discover where there is an imbalance and point this out in a convincing manner. In essence, this makes our prospect uncomfortable or unhappy with his condition or situation, which means you are now in position to make a sale because your prospect now wants to solve his problem. There are three things that can happen when a customer discovers their area of imbalance. In the first place, the professional salesperson who has helped point out the lack of balance places the product or service in the hands of the prospect and makes the sale. In the second place, the prospect discovers their imbalance and if the salesperson doesn't ask for the order, over a period of time, the prospect regains balance and forgets they were ever uncomfortable. This is disastrous because the prospect is not doing very well and neither is the salesperson. In the third place, when a prospect discovers they are out of balance and the salesperson doesn't ask for the order, many times the competition comes in and asks for the order, writes the prospect, and makes the sale. Then everyone is happy but you. My buddy Brian Flanagan told me about this happening to him when he was selling for IBM in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Zig, he said, I was a good sales rep for Big Blue, with the exception of dictation equipment. For some reason, I had a mental block against the stuff. I could make a call on a lawyer and prove beyond any shadow of a doubt that my equipment was much better than writing longhand. I could teach him to use the equipment, have him read a paragraph, and show him he could read it six times faster than he could write it out. We would call in his secretary and show him he could talk into the dictation equipment three times faster than she could take shorthand. But for some rookie reason, I could not or would not ask for the order. I would show the person that the equipment was better than what they were currently doing. That is, I would upset the balance and then drive away. I had a competitor in town named Jimmy. As I would pull out of a parking space, Jimmy would pull in. He walked into the office, asked for the order, and left happily. When I would return for my follow-up call a few days later, my competitor's equipment would be on the desk. Jimmy came in, righted the prospect's balance, and made the commission. When I changed territories two years later, Jimmy gave me a going-away party. I financed it. Never have I seen a man more depressed about losing a competitor, and Brian was only half kidding. 
If you're going to help the prospect become aware of specific needs, there are five areas of knowledge that will benefit you. Since I cannot address every product or service, these areas are somewhat generic, but they make ideal starting points for you to work on in developing your goals. Number one is product knowledge. You can never know too much about your product. Enthusiasm for our product or service comes from product knowledge. How can we develop enthusiasm for something about which we have little or no knowledge? Number two is industry knowledge. The more we know about our industry in general, the more we are able to understand the all-important why. Your prospects have varying levels of knowledge about what you do and why you do it. The more you understand about the industry you have chosen to invest your career life in, the more effective you may become. Number three, pricing knowledge. Why does your product or service require the investment that you're asking from a prospect? How can you justify asking that amount of money for that number of benefits? When you understand pricing, you understand how you are helping yourself, your organization, and your prospect. Number four, application knowledge. If you understand how your product, goods, or services can be used, and you can help others understand the process, you will help more people and make more sales. Number five, competition knowledge. When you fail to make the sale, do you know why? Your knowledge of your competitors will help you in many ways when you're showing the prospect how you can meet their needs. And most importantly, here is the real secret to helping prospects understand their needs. You have probably heard the phrase, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care about them. To be super successful in helping others discover and cure their imbalance, we must constantly keep our prospects' best interest in mind. Selling is a transference of feeling, and when you believe in what you're selling, honestly feel that the prospect is going to be the big winner in the transaction, show genuine concern and interest in the client, and terminate all sales calls politely, pleasantly, graciously, and in a friendly manner, Everyone wins. Once the light goes on for you, you know the prospect's need and know you have the solution, and then goes on for the prospect, he or she knows there is a need and that you have a solution, then we must move to the need solution segment of the sales process. Selling solutions to people's problems lead with need. J. Kevin Jenkins of Lafayette, Louisiana sells proper pelvic tilt, blood flow, relaxed muscles, peace of mind, lack of stress, and a rested and relaxed mind and body that is completely prepared to take on the daily challenges we all must face. Kevin begins his presentation with scientific validation from chiropractors and medical doctors substantiating factual information that show how using his product for an extended period enhances health and well-being. Next, he brings in customer testimonials and shows how using his product can save the prospect two hours when comparisons are made to his competition. He goes on to point out that two hours per day means 14 hours per week, which means 728 hours each year, which is more than 30 days. Now, most of us could get really excited about gaining an extra month per year. Kevin ties his prospect's 13th month of the year into 30 additional 
family, golf, education, fishing, selling, resting, or whatever you want days. Everything he talks about to his prospects translates into a customer benefit, which is, after all, the only reason anybody buys anything from anybody. By now, some of you have realized that Kevin sells waterbeds. But may I ask you a question? If you could be shown how you might receive all those benefits, would you care what the product was? By painting a compelling picture of free time and health benefits while using simple arithmetic, Kevin Jenkins is winning and helping others to win. In this podcast, Zig reminded me that I need to lead with need when talking with my prospects. They don't care about unit numbers or product codes or even the features of the product, but what they do care about is how my product or service will solve his or her needs. Let's think about that this week and close more of the close ones. This is Blake Lindsay encouraging you to live your life to the fullest. Ziggler. Ziggler. Inspiring true performance.